Welcome to Just a Phase, a podcast about modern parenting. This is episode nine, that postpartum life, part two. We've got the second half of our interview about postpartum depression with Allison O'Connor. Plus, it's February, so Drew and I will check in about our New Year's parenting resolutions one month in. That's great. Let's get started. Hello, I'm Drew Ludwig, father to three daughters, ages 10, uh, almost six, and almost five. All right, and I'm Whitney Crispell. I am mom to Vivian, who is almost two, and Cecilia, who is six weeks old. And uh, this is our usual warning. We might say a swear word. Uh, So if you're listening with kids and you care about them hearing swear words, now you know. And we usually keep this kind of announcement towards the end of the podcast, but I wanted to just take a quick minute and ask all of our listeners to please, please, please leave a review for us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you download podcasts. Uh, reviews help bump our, our presence and in, in, the, in the directories and therefore help other people find us. So it's super quick and it would mean a lot to us. So uh, it's time for us to catch up. And uh, I know it's only been two weeks but it feels like it's been longer than yeah, that. It does. So what's happened in these in these big two weeks for you? Well, um, we are, you know, continuing to get used to being a family of four. I definitely feel, too, like I have bonded a bit more with Cecilia. Um, you know, like it, immediately upon birth, at least is my experience with both girls, is I have that, like, primal, if you try to hurt my child, I'll eat you you know thing going on but um but it takes a little bit of time to get to know them and know their personality and so I feel like in the past couple weeks I've really gotten to know Cecilia and now I'm like you know obsessively in love with her and I'm like have that like you know heart eye emoji (laughs) I can't believe I just said it heart eye emoji that's how I express my feelings but it's so true (laughs) that's how I feel my emotions are gone and they have been replaced with emojis (laughs) Jesus (laughs) <laughs> does she have a different personality than Viv like even at two weeks yeah she's a little more she's a little fussier um and a little bit more uh, alarmed I think at times I don't know she just cracks me up because she has this face like it's just, yeah yeah she, she's she's a little uh a little fussier a little more like concerned with the world you know and and liking her well it's a very different world yeah she should be concerned i mean have you looked around yeah (laughs) it sounds so negative to cecilia i don't feel negative towards her at all but viv was just like so much more chill and kind of less about the snuggles and stuff so that's also why it's kind of nice it's also behind my heart eye emoji (laughs) getting more snuggles this time around but how are you uh i'm doing well today um, <laughs> okay. What's what's the stressed out emoji? Oh. Uh, I I I can I can picture it in my head. It's okay. hard to describe. Clenched <laughs> teeth, I think. Okay. Wide open eyes. <laughs> so I got I got to have uh, three and a half four days of single parenting. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was an adventure. Uh, we had wonderful happy news uh, in my. My life, my wife's mother got married uh, oh, cool. or remarried, I guess you could figure it out. Um, so that meant uh, she took a trip with her friends out to Illinois. And that meant from uh, Thursday morning to Sunday evening, it was it was me my, by myself with three kids. Wow. Um, how, how was it? <laughs> it was it was tiring and it was stressful. And 
and I shouldn't complain too much because, like, I involved some babysitters. Like, Sunday is my work day, and so yeah. I had people helping me with that. And, I mean, I even still did, like, my improv show on Friday night. I got a babysitter for that. I basically spent all my money on babysitters. <laughs> um, but it's still just, like, I, I can't... I can't imagine like doing single parenting for a long period of time because a weekend was just about all I could take. I mean, I was falling asleep at like eight thirty, nine o'clock. Like I would put the kids to bed and be like, oh, I made it and then fall asleep. Yeah. No, I think about it every time I get sick. It's just like, how do single parents do this when they get sick? Yeah. Oh, so, so much mad props to single parents basically (laughs) (laughs) and then before that the other adventure that i got to have uh that that we talked about a little bit off the air was i visited sky zone for the first time oh that's right trampoline park that's right and you wrote on facebook that Uh, it would be when the american (sighs) empire you know falls and future civilizations dig us up they will see that as proof of our excess. So explain what Sky Zone is for those people who are unfortunate and don't have one in their It's a it's a room vicinity. full of trampolines. <laughs> like how big are we talking? Like a gym? Like a gym? Bigger than bigger than like a high school gym. Holy moly. Yeah, there's a lot like it's in like an industrial park. I mean there it's not all tra- there's lots and lots of trampolines, but it's not a gym's worth of trampolines because there's different like zones and then okay. there's regular people walking space between them. But when you look at the promotions and the videos, like you have people like jumping from trampoline to trampoline and oh, like, I've flipping. Seen them. Yeah, yeah, it's not like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I my impression of those promos is that those were sky zone employees yeah who were like let's make a cool video yeah like we hang out here eight hours a day and we're also you know eighteen years old and have like perfect athletic bodies yeah and i don't <laughs> and, and i'm not i would go on it and like sprain my neck or something yeah you have to sign many releases sure. right and someone asked me if you got a helmet but i feel like a helmet wouldn't help if you landed on your head yeah so they just tell you like don't land on your head yeah sean will never let our children do that yeah like both the danger and the releases he, he'd be like you're not signing this yeah there's there's one and this is probably the safer thing like most of it's like jumping from trampoline to trampoline but there's one place where you uh run and then jump on a trampoline and then you can do a flip or whatever and you land into like a big pit of foam and that doesn't hurt at all because it's so foamy and so much foam and that that that, sounds fun it was fun the hard part is getting out (laughs) because you kind of have to like swim through it and yeah like i i saw a a kid that Just had to get, get stuck. He had to get pulled so out. I felt li- bad. Here's a life raft. Yeah, and you can play dodgeball on trampolines. That was that's my pretty cool. Part. Did you know that there's like an Olympic sport that is basically like doing tricks on trampolines? I'm pretty sure that this is. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> I'll let everybody know. But I remember seeing this at the last Summer Olympics. That it was like these little girls that. That's the video I saw. These little girls who were basically in, like, gymnast outfits uh-huh. doing different tricks on trampolining. And it had, like, a hilarious name. And I basically was like, this is cool, but this is not an Olympic sport. I'm sorry. You don't get to I feel the same way about curling. Is. I'm sorry, Canadian neighbors. <laughs> but if you can wear, like, hoop earrings and a full face of makeup. Well, I guess you can with gymnastics, too. But not, not hoop, hoop earrings. earrings. You can wear hoop earrings and, like, jeans. <laughs> not a sport. It's a game. <laughs> Do they wear a jeans great for game. curling? 
No, but you could, right? Let's well, be you, honest. You could for lots of stuff. Mm. I, I think <laughs> curling you can be overweight, right? Like that's that's yeah, but the there's thing. other. I mean, like discus throwing. I don't know. All right, I don't know. I just trampolining and curling. Come on now. Trampolining is hard. <laughs> I learned that. Don't put it in the same all category right, right. as curling. Let the hate mail come in. Because <laughs> we right. have lots of trampoline curlers in our audience. Yeah. So uh, it's February. Yeah, you really want to do accountability, huh? Yeah, I, I just, thought you just made a quick check in on this, on this thing. You don't have to to go through everything, but how are your resolutions going? Do you feel like you're? Uh, I'm glad that you listened to the old podcast and wrote them down. Because <laughs> you totally forgot them. Yeah. I haven't made a will yet. Okay. Uh, and I haven't connected the kids more with their biological brother. Okay. But uh, one-on-one time with the kids has been happening. And uh, preemptive cuddles and lots of physical affection, that has been happening too. Yeah, cool. So, yeah. yeah nice. the, the kids work hard to make sure that happens as Yeah, well, so. that's true. That's true. What yeah. kind of stuff have you done one-on-one with them? Oh, I mean, it's it's really just like basic boring like everyday stuff right but it's like i'm going to the store like i'll take one of you with me exactly yeah no that's that counts for that sure. counts yeah, that's it good. Does. yeah how about yours uh mostly good i have made one entry into our family journal all right okay so that's good um I have mostly been good about apologizing for my messy house or not apologizing. I did have a slip up um, when my friend Bryn came to visit and she walked in the door and I, you know, I tried to use like this coded language. I was like, oh, it's just a little chaotic in here. And she had just listened to our that pod, our New Year's podcast on her way down. She was like, I know what you're doing. You're apologizing. Stop. So shout out to Bryn. Thank you for listening and thank you for holding me accountable. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh check-ins with sean you got not, a baby we got a newborn so you got a we're working on so it so much still. stuff we're working on like that one if still. i had an infant i would play that card all the time <laughs> okay <laughs> thank so, you d- uh, uh, and then i have one bonus yes resolution that i just made within like the past week um which is that and i do a pretty good job with this but i do get tempted by certain sales but I'm going to really try in 2016 to not buy new clothes for my kids. I mean, uh, clothes that are new to us, like at consignment stores or thrift stores and stuff. Um, that's fine if I if I need it. But there's just there's so many between hand-me-downs from our friends and yeah. consignment stores. You can really get whatever you want. And I just had this experience where I was like looking for a pair of new boots for Viv. And kids' shoes are so expensive. And yeah. I finally like gave in and bought some at the store. And then, like, the next day went to the consignment store in our neighborhood and found, like, an even cuter pair that she likes way more, and I'm going to return the other one. And that kind of kicked me off. I was like, all right, new rule. I have to look at for a used version in at least two different places before I go ahead and buy something new. Yeah. So well, that's my and, rule. And we bought some used clothes on, online. Oh, really? Yeah. It, that works pretty well, too. Hmm. So, although we were fortunate. Like, we we for years we're swimming in hand-me-downs that's nice so yeah that's good all right 
Okay. Oh, and, you know, bonus little tip for your, like, family journal thing. Uh-huh. Well, it's, it's a completely different thing. But I have a friend who <laughs> writes down something funny his daughter says every day. That's a great idea. He puts idea. it on Facebook. And it's it's one of my favorite things to read on Facebook. Oh, it's that's hilarious. a great idea. I like so. it. Okay. Well, we are going to today get to the second half of our interview with Allison O'Connor on postpartum depression. And as we stated in the beginning of our fr- of our interview with her, uh, which aired last episode, we are not experts on postpartum depression. And that's why we want to encourage you to check out the resources that we've shared in the notes for this show and on our website. There are experts out there, and if you have more questions or need more information, we can point you toward them. Yeah, and special shout out to everybody who um, reached out to us after the first part of this interview aired. We got a lot of great feedback, and it's just clearly a subject that resonates with a lot of a lot of people. So thank you for listening and for sharing your stories. If you haven't listened to part one, I highly recommend that you hit the pause button now and go back an episode, and we'll still be here. But now, on to part two. All right. Would you be willing to talk a little bit more about... Um, your husband and like all the other like yes. hypothetical yes. husbands all and the partners, husbands, right? Because partners. I mean, when when your partner is having a thing, yes. like you're probably the first to notice. Yes, and the, it's most difficult to say something, right? Yes. yes, especially when you're the one getting screamed at. You're the one that's sort of getting all this negativity directed at you, um, and even now. Um, like if I if I do like miss a day or of my medication, my husband's the first one to know, and he'll be like, "Did you?" Did you, did you? And he like won't even say it, and I'll just be like, "I'll fly off the handle." Like, ah! like, did you? No. And then I'm like, "Fuck, I did miss it." And then, and it, it makes Can't me I just be angry? <laughs> I'm gonna take my pill, but it's got nothing to do with this. I have done that before. I've done that where I've been like, "Yes, I did. I'm just mad." And I go in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> I mean, no, I don't. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I think for him, it was definitely confusion. Um, it was definitely, um, um, defensiveness and just because he didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about it. We were completely blindsided by, um, you know, what it, it, what could be going on. And I think, um, if, if I can give some advice, Mm -hmm. um, if you feel like your partner is going through something like this, um, there's even just a quick Google search. Um, the the links that you guys have, um, there is a lot of online recommendations, good information of how to handle this sort of thing, how to recognize it, um, and how to be supportive of someone through it. You know, it, if I had um, been able to see like a, a, a therapist or a professor, um, mental health professional having my husband go with me would have been major because I, just the idea of like one-on-one talking with someone just seemed so scary to me and that's not for everyone but um you know if if your partner is someone like that you know the willingness to go with them the willingness to help them and just the um the ability to openly talk to them without judgment um was I mean was everything if you mm-hmm. feel like the person that you have to be closest to is thinking you're crazy right your you know your feelings are invalid your emotions you're just a hysterical woman um you know i think in 
you know, husband and wife relationships, a lot of times um, women may feel defensive to the fact that, you know, you're not this hysterical woman from the 1950s that, you know, is just sitting around, like Betty Draper sitting around drinking martinis at 1 a 1 p.m., which sounds awesome sometimes. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not bagging on Betty. Like, believe me, I'd like that. But, um, you know, I think there's that, that also that added layer of not wanting to, you know, being that superwoman that's, oh, I can handle everything. I can work. Right. I can have kids. I can make babies in my body and expel them and be perfectly fine afterward. And it's, it's just a, it's such a huge thing that, um, you know, a, a human being to go through to, as you know, cause you're doing it at this moment, you're growing <laughs> a life inside of you like yeah. a God. Um, Thanks. I think, yeah, like, like you are creating a person and then you are going to uh, get it out of your body like a miracle. Um, it's disgusting and beautiful and wonderful. And I think if there's not enough really emphasis on um, spouses to really understand that, like, I feel like women have really embraced that, especially recently, like, you know, being interested in home births and natural, you know, um, birthing techniques and stuff like that. And I feel like in some aspects, you know, the husbands may be left out of that a bit, or the, the partners. And if there's more of that, if there's more of that realization that, you, you know, you're, even though it happens every single day and it happens in fields and, you know, <laughs> backs of cabs, it's still this crazy hormonal, physical it really felt like a trauma to me after. Mm -hmm. And there, that's where I think the PTSD comes into play. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the things that I read that really, um, really like uh, hit home for me was one of the, the symptoms uh, or one of the, the triggers or it said um, either a, a trauma of birth or a perceived trauma. Um, I had, I had a, a tear, a really bad tear, which a lot of people have. And, you got that voice telling you, like, everybody does this. People do it in fields. They, people right. tear all the time. It's not a big deal. But the, but it's having that perceived trauma, like, it felt like, a, like, I had never had surgery or been in the hospital for anything. Yeah. This was the first major physical thing. I don't think I was really prepared for that. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, as a partner, as a spouse, to sort of, uh, understand how huge that is yeah. I mean I think also like the two days in the hospital and then sending you home like it sort of alleviates that and like you people come and see you and it's like isn't this the best day of your life and it's like no I literally have <laughs> it hurts yes yeah. I am literally like do you know what happened do you understand <laughs> like if I was in here like after an accident with as much blood that is going on right now <laughs> none of you would be smiling and asking me if this is the best day of my life like <laughs> <laughs> not to get too graphic but yeah, it's, yeah no. it's it really just felt crazy that people were like isn't this exciting and i'm like no yeah. no i am counting the minutes until that woman comes back with more painkillers yeah. like i this is not the greatest i mean it is the greatest day of my life so I say that. <laughs> but um it is it's it's it's, it's, it's it's it can be traumatic and yeah. people that you know do home births are superheroes and i don't even understand how anyone does that so um they're 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 it's amazing, incredible people. Different I, for everybody. Yeah, and that's and you know sort of accepting that um, you have to do what's right for you and your partner um, is is so much of that acceptance, that non judgmental, that that being open to talk about mm -hmm. whatever it is you need mm -hmm. um, 
from your from your partner. Yeah, and I think there's something here too. I mean, this is this is a whole other topic that we could get into, but I, there's something too about like the just in terms terms of um, your husband, and you're talking about him not maybe having support of other fathers, and mm-hmm. I feel like. Again, we got a lot of work to do with mothers, I think, feeling supportive and having that. Mm-hmm. But I do think that we have started to make some good progress. I mean, even just, and I, I feel like I talk about this all the time on this podcast, but even just the Facebook groups I'm in and, like, have access yeah. to, you know. I don't think you I, can I don't talk about that enough. I feel like there's, a, like, a, and I don't know, Drew, if you feel this way, there's, like, a similar kind of network or something for fathers. And I've I've talked to a lot of women I know whose husbands – you know, maybe they have a little bit of a hard time adjusting and if they don't have close friends close you know guy friends or 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 whatever anybody that they could talk to about that experience they feel a little bit like left out mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah i feel i feel <laughs> like, like not me. well <laughs> i feel like if i wind about being left out after you talk about like tears and blood and depression <laughs> no, be like I think yeah i wish i had someone to talk about you <laughs> yeah. know I don't have as much time anymore. Yeah, no, but I, no, but I think it's related to being able to, like, if just it's related to being able to help your partner through something. Yeah. If, if you're able to say, like, is this normal? Like, and I'm for you getting... to feel validated. Yeah. You know, I think, and I, I think something very similar to that is so much of it's like, oh, you didn't give birth. You didn't, what change did you have? You're going to work the next day. Like, oh, yeah, and it dismissive. is. It's very dismissive, it's very invalidating. Um, you know, so much, and that's just what I've learned through this journey. <laughs> Sorry. I, well, I also was joking to Allison that I was like, I promise not to call it like a journey, uh-huh. you know, journey. But whatever. Um, but part of the process is, is so much of it is just validating people's feelings and not saying to people like, oh, that doesn't matter. Like, oh, yeah. you get over it. Oh, what are you worried about? Like, oh, you're just the guy, you know, yeah. oh, you get to go to work and see people the next day. And um, it's, it is, it's huge. Like it's, and, and that's part of that. I think equal, the expectation of equal parenting is right. it should affect you. It should, this should be a huge change in your life. Like I would love to see more sort of like dad support groups. You should do that. Oh, well, Get on that. So I'll defend myself. Like we've got, I've got informal. Like there's another like adoptive dad that I'm friends with that I've talked about specific like adoption stuff with, mm-hmm. uh, and and he's further down the road. Like his kids are ugh, in college now. Scary. Ooh. I know, right? Um, and then there's another dad whose kids are younger than mine, but we talk about just like kid stuff sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. And so like. I don't have the formal thing. I never got invited. Like, there was never... Oh, you you have kids. There's a Facebook group for you now. Um, (laughs) So maybe I can start that. Uh, But I do feel like it's out there. I mean, it's, you know, guys are not as good at talking to each other as women are. So, like, it it happens eventually, right? I don't know. Do Do I need to, like call up your husband and be like, let's drink beer and talk about kids. No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 you may, you could, you could. Um, no, it's just, I, I, I think it's, it's a topic worth exploring more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let's, groups. let's go back, thinking kind of beyond your, you know, immediate family with, with your husband, your extended family, close friends, what were some things that they did 
that, that they have done that has been helpful? And then maybe, you know, are there things that they did that were kind of counterproductive? I mean, you talked about that a little bit with them saying, like, you're fine. Yeah. But. What do we leave out? Yeah. Um, be positive. So <laughs> some <laughs> friends that, um, and, and relatives that really, um, they sort of got it. You know, there was a lot of, you know, checking in and not like, you don't want like the checking in like, Hey, you didn't hurt anybody today, did you? Like, you don't want like that that feeling where it's like you don't have any sharp items in your room. Yeah, do you? I'm just calling like, to just, see if you have any weapons. Yep, calling <laughs> to make sure you're not you know about to slide off the edge. But um, even just like, uh, hey, I'm just gonna come over and have some coffee with you on your porch while your kid's sleeping. Like that was super cool. It's always okay to drop off frozen food, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Food, especially like like I said, like I at least the first time I couldn't even cook until. 12 weeks. And I remember I like Instagrammed it. Like I was so excited. Like I was cutting a tomato and I'm like, this needs to be in social media. Like this is how <laughs> like, crazy I was. I'm like cooking. Yay. Um, any sort of feeling of normalcy. Um, even if it's not, Hey, how you doing? Like that's almost counterproductive. Just the, right. I'm going to come over. We're going to hang out. And like yeah. my one friend, Sarah would just come over and she'd be like, I'm bringing six beers. Cause she's also like a work at home person. And she's mm-hmm. like, uh, it's Monday and I don't have to do pull my all nighter until Wednesday. So let's come over and drink beers on your porch at one o'clock on a Monday. So I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, things like that, like people not acting like things are normal, but getting you to sort of feel like yourself, um, is, is, is huge. It's, you don't ever want someone to be like, you know, let's pretend nothing's wrong, yeah. but just that feeling of I, I'm still me. I'm not just a feeding ass wiping machine. Like this is, you know, I, I still have, um, an identity of my own, um, is, is huge. And just, did you kind of, did you, for lack of a better term, kind of come out to those people? Like, Hey, I just want you to know I, the second time around I did. Yeah. The second, the first time there was so much of that, like fear and guilt and stigma. Um, by the second time I was, um, angry enough about the stigma that I started telling people and anybody that gave me like sort of like a side eye I'd be like yeah you're what's wrong with society um, people I wouldn't tell love them being that. told I, that yeah, <laughs> no, it, was, it was so weird people stopped coming around and calling me um, no but I would I wanted to talk about it more the second time because um, you know I, I not wanted like people to like make sure you know I was okay but I wanted people to know like I was confident enough in myself by the second time as a parent as you know a business owner as a person um to be like no I seem totally fine and this shit show is going on underneath and you should know that there are people in your life that don't seem quote-unquote crazy that can still be going through something really horrible Mm um and I hate that term too crazy me but um it's loaded it's, yeah it's a little loaded but um for for lack of generaliz- generalization terms um so i think you know um just being open about it um on facebook i posted something and actually it's when i originally uh, yeah, contacted sort of you about coincided this coincided with us talking about doing this i just posted some it was not like i guess it was sort of like coming out um I had a. I would really, say it was. It, I and it was not as your Facebook friend. Yeah. Thank you. As my Facebook friend, which I realized after, like at the time, 
or at the day of, I was having a really good day, and I thought about a year earlier having a really bad day, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I'm going to. So it was a victory post. It was a victory yeah. post. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess I wasn't as aware as I should have been of how many people didn't know what I was going through, um, of what a big statement it was to yeah. say, I came through this and I'm okay now. And I was getting text messages, personal messages, um, people saying things like, you know, I went through this too. You know, I'm so happy you're, you're better now. I'm sorry I didn't know something was going on. And um, it sort of made me mad that I didn't say something earlier. It sort yeah. of made me mad that I was feeding into the stigma of, hey, here I am on the other side. I made it. Good luck to all of you yeah. struggling to keep your head above water. But you needed to get to that place before I, you could talk before about Before I could. And yeah. I think part, I remember, um, I shouldn't name people, but there was, um, when I was in the depths of the first, uh, with my with my daughter, um, a friend of mine writing something online about how we have these external personas, like these social media personalities, these people that other people see that is so different from like yeah. who we really are. And... Um, you know, owning my own small business, having, I, I, there was like this real push to have this like perfect, you know, a fake online presence of my beautiful family and our happiness and this and that. And, um, you know, you feel afraid. You don't want people to go, oh, I'm not going to call her for business because she's crazy, quote unquote. So, um, you know, I, part of me coming out from the other side was like, I'm fine now, so you can call me. But every, yeah, that was really bad. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I, I, I wish more people felt comfortable. That's, that's what I want more than anything with all of this and with what I put on there. And when I, when I talk to you about doing this is people just to feel comfortable to say, I, I think I might need help. Well, and that's not just postpartum depression. That's yeah, like the human experience, right? Like we've all got shit. Yeah. We're all messed up like in different ways and most of the ways that we're messed up in one way or another, we can handle them, but it, we can only handle them sometimes with like loving and supporting people. Yeah. yeah. And you don't get those people if you don't talk about your stuff. Yeah. Right. Therapy over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was therapy or preaching. Sermon over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, I liked it too. Um, so just, I guess, to summarize, like, you you, you do feel like you are on the other side of something, but what is the, your, like, but, but you also talked about how you're still sort of doing some, you're doing some self-care and maintenance. Like, yeah. it's not like you're, you know, you cross the finish line, right. you know. Easy going now. First and through, and you're like, everything's over. Yeah, no, it's definitely still, um, it's an everyday thing. It's something that is with me when I wake up and you have good days I have good days and bad days and there are some days where I'm like um something's totally wrong with me and but I there are people that deal with that without you know like you said the human experience like everybody has good days and bad days um ideally I would like at some point in my life to feel like I don't um, need to be on medication but if that day never comes and this is who I am I've gotten to a point where I'm okay with that yeah and it is it is something that um has taken probably four and a half five years to sort of accept like this is who I am and it doesn't make me a bad person it doesn't make me a less person uh it doesn't make me a crazy person um it's this is who I am and um 
this is what I need. If, if, if I was a diabetic, I wouldn't fight the need to have insulin. Right. You know, I, it, this is just part of, um, you know, my human or being. judge yourself for or judge not yourself making for your like, own insulin. Oh, it's my stupid <laughs> pancreas. Yeah. Oh, I'm horrible. Yeah. It's, it's just part of, yeah. part of me. And that's, I, I can be okay with that. Like I can be cool with that. Well, I'm really happy that, that you're where you're at and, I'm so grateful that you came and talked to us about this today. I think that, you know, I think this is going to be really important information for people to hear. And, um, and it's just, it's, I don't know, it's always good to hear, you know, hear someone's personal experience and, and where they're at. So, yep. Well, you were, thank you. You're honest and you're brave and you're funny. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> that's a, that's a podcaster tri podcaster it trifecta. It is. And like we said to everybody, you know, we will post, um, We'll post some resources. We're going to ask Allison to, to share some of some more information about that support group for people that are local that might want more information on it. So we'll, we'll have that all up on our website. And I just want to say, too, in the um, when I was sort of doing some reading and, and preparing for this, one of the surprise prize, <laughs> one of the things I did is find some podcasts about po about postpartum depression. And there were two that I wanted to single out in particular that Are I Are they going to plug us back? Were great. I don't know. They should. <laughs> but one is this podcast called One Bad Mother. Um, they have a whole episode on postpartum. We'll, we'll share a link to that. And then the um, Colin radio show On Point also did an hour. And both of those, if, if this is a medium that speaks to you, if this is how you like to get information, I would I would definitely recommend those for, for getting an even fuller picture of, of PPD. And, on and point, like, Whitney from Buffalo, tell us about postpartum depression. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Moving on. That on point? Yes. That now on, they're not going to play us back. Point. No, they won't. So. I know we're wrapping up. Can I just say one more thing? Yeah, of course. totally reminded me. Of course. It's like the helpful things of other people to help. Yeah. Stop using the term baby blues. I hate it. It's horrible. It's condescending. It's invalidating. It's it's horrible. There there is a we can call it what horrible hormonal crash postpartum yeah. birth dealing with things on a short term scale. I don't know. Anything is better than yeah, baby blues. Yeah, baby blues is is annoying. I agree. Uh, that was a good thing to add at the end. Sorry. I know I just no. saw it and I'm like, oh, I have to say that. <laughs> That's good. All right. Well, thank you again, Allison, so much. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. And there you have it, folks. Thank you again to Allison for sharing your experience. We are so grateful. And again, as I said in the intro, we got some great feedback from other moms in this episode. At least three people reached out to me and told me that hearing Allison's story made them feel better about their early days as a mom. So that only makes us more convinced that we just need to keep talking, keep sharing, and keep being real about parenthood, the good and the bad. And again, check out the resources in the show notes. We want to give a special plug to... Uh, our local to Western New York event, which is Hope and Help for Overcoming Postpartum Mood and Anxiety Concerns. It's happening 1130 Saturday, February 6th, and we link to, to the event on our website. Yeah, there's two local social workers who will be putting that on, and, and so we thought the timing was great and wanted to share. Okay, so let's do our person, place, or thing. Okay. I have a thing. Um, it is called unroll.me. Um, so if if you're like me, over the years you have signed up, sometimes willingly, sometimes unwillingly, for like a gazillion retail email things. And at this point now, like you get an email from The Gap and, you know, snapfish.com like every day. And that's absurd. 
So nothing makes me angrier than email from the gap. <laughs> yeah. So I found I just like happened to find this app um, that called unroll.me and you can sign into the app through your email. So I signed in through my Gmail account and it kind of it scans your email for these types of promotional messages and lets you really easily decide which ones you want to unsubscribe from, which ones you want to keep and fold into a daily digest, which they call a roll-up, and then which ones you want to receive just on their own as you did before, just as a single email. That's fantastic. So let me just read you my stats, okay? <laughs> I unsubscribed through this thing to 293 emails. I don't know if you 293. Yeah, are you proud or ashamed? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I kept 160 emails that for my like a lot. daily digest. I only get like 30 a day. Okay. <laughs> Do you read the daily digest? Yeah, I scroll through it. Like if there's a retailer that I'm like, like I got to make birth announcements soon. So I'm like, well, let me look and see if Shutterfly sends something so I can have like a coupon code. But I, but I don't. Yeah. And then I kept 15, only 15 emails that I would get. Okay. From, so, so it's amazing though. Give an example of some some company that makes the top 15. Uh, Viv's daycare, the, okay. J- the JCC. So yeah. that e- those emails I get when they come in, okay. like their newsletter. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll no problem with that one. Okay, but you know, I I don't. Yeah, it was astounding. Two hundred ninety three. That's a lot. Yeah. So, but, but I have more email that I don't read that comes to me than I do. So yeah. I get it. So I recommend this because I mean it's kind of parenting related. I guess you can stretch it that we don't have a lot of time. But anyway, it's just good for everybody oh does our person place or thing have no my, it mine, really doesn't mine is parenting related <laughs> it really doesn't Very, i'll i'll make the connection yeah it's my, related in that we are parents and we like something yes mine is a person and i'm gonna take a risk okay because uh we are recording this before the iowa caucus <laughs> and it's going to come out after the iowa caucus okay so my person is the winner in my brain of the iowa caucus bernie sanders Woo-hoo! And it connects because as a parent, I would very much like my children to have free college and health care for their whole lives without like freaking out and stressing out and getting poor and all that stuff. Love it. So congratulations, Bernie Sanders. (laughs) I love it. And everyone can (laughs) laugh at me (laughs) if they're listening to this and, uh, you know, he's found with bodies in his car trunk or whatever. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't think I love this pic, Drew. I love it. We went, we took the girls to the the Field of Burn March on Saturday. Oh, see, we were driving. So, sorry if there's any, you know, HRC fans out in podcast land. We love you too, but we're feeling the burn over here. That's right. So, (laughs) I could, I almost, I honked at the march. We were driving home from skating lessons. And that's, man, my kid, like a month ago, could not ice skate at all. Like, she did like the toddler thing where she kind of like walked in out, and now it's like, Push and glide, push nice. and glide. Yeah. So, and and I went skating with them over the Christmas break. I'm sorry. This is just bonus cruise <laughs> no, <it's> life. Fine. <laughs> uh, the, uh, I, I didn't ask specifically for hockey skates. And I don't know if you do like hockey skates or figure skates. But mm, I- once you make the switch, you got to stick with one. Because I, I usually wear hockey skates and I tried figure skates and they got that little pick on the end. And like my kid tried to hold my hand and then that pick caught and, and you bit uh, it. It was right on the ice oh, yeah, no. yeah <laughs> okay so th- that's the nice thing about sky zone is trampolines <laughs> hurt much less than ice <laughs> oh, sky zone love it okay all right 
Well, that's it for today. Uh, you can always email us at justafazepodcast or at gmail.com with feedback or your thoughts on an episode. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Just a Phase Podcast. Leave us reviews. Tell all your friends. Our website is another place to check us out, and that is justafazepodcast.tumblr.com. Okay, Just a Phase is produced by me, Whitney Kerspell. Our theme music is Urban... <laughs> Jesus. Let, let the professional handle it. This is my thing. Urbana Metronica Woo Yeah Mix by Springing Merkaba. Okay, it's not springing. It's spinning Merkaba. Oh, man. And I call <clears> myself an expert. Let the producer handle it. <laughs> and it's used to us under a Creative Commons license. Can we have Spinning Merkaba as a guest sometime on the podcast? We have to find this person. I, whoever you are, I, come forward. We need to know you. Okay. And thank you for your music. Thank you for your music. All right. Have a great couple weeks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>